next time you raise your gun to needlessly take a feathered life, think of the marvelous little engine which your lead will stifle forever. Lower your weapon and look into the clear bright eyes of the bird whose body equals yours in perfection and whose tiny brain can generate a sympathy, a love for its mate, which in sincerity and unselfishness suffers little when compared with human affection. From Charles William Beebe, the American Naturalist, 1877 to 1922. Hello everyone, I'm Rob McCall and this is the Awanajo Almanac devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for the October 27th to November 3rd, 2017. We're just coming on the end of the first quarter of the Hunter's Moon with the full Hunter's Moon right ahead. And here are some natural events for this quarter moon. October orange, nearly gone from the trees, is now found on walkers, runners, and hunters, on pumpkins on the doorstep, and on a few legendary blaze orange ducks. Hunting is underway for freshwater ducks and deer season has arrived. Sportsmen's groups are concerned with the ongoing decline in hunting license applications and that the young seem to prefer hunting video games to going out into the autumn woods for the real thing. Field and forest Maple, elm, birch, and ash trees have lost most of their leaves. The oaks and the apples still holding on. It's commonly thought that pine trees and other conifers don't lose their needles, but a walk in a pine grove these days will quickly show last year's brown needles falling on the ground all around, while this year's needles hang tight on the branches. Watch for the witch hazel coming into bloom in the far woods with its stringy yellow blossoms emerging from bare branches and last year's seed pods exploding and shooting seeds far and wide. Here's a rank opinion. Tough questions surround the morality of hunting versus farming. Whether it be wild or domestic animals that we eat, the ethical issues are those of compassion. There are compassionate hunters and farmers just as there are those without compassion. The animals we eat deserve to live and die with our respect, our gratitude, and compassion. Both good hunters and good farmers hold to these standards. Good feed and free range for domestic animals and a fair hunt for wild animals, as well as a merciful death for both, are essential. After all, some days we eat other creatures, but some days they eat us. Domestic animals have the disadvantage of being captive, but the advantage of adequate food and protection from predators. Wild animals have the advantage of freedom, but the disadvantages of possibly being killed by starvation, a bad hunter, or a speeding vehicle. So it's difficult to conclude that hunting is either worse or better than farming in terms of the suffering caused, it may be a trade-off. With deer populations increasing and the number of hunters decreasing, merciful hunting seems like an ethical choice. 
I think of the Native Americans who showed the ultimate respect to the deer by running it down on foot. Well, modern hunters may not be up to that, but they can show a similar respect by hunting on foot, taking only a clear shot, and tracking down and mercifully dispatching any wounded creature. When wild populations are dwindling, as with many species of fish, whales, and other game, farming is likely the more compassionate response. But when wild populations are increasing, as with white-tailed deer, respectful hunting may be the compassionate response. These are tough ethical issues. They require thoughtful consideration and thorough discussion. We owe it to all the animals who die so that we might live. And we welcome your comments here at Almanac at gmail.com. So finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you. First from Peter Matheson. Few wild creatures perish of old age. Sooner or later in the wild, some weakness, injury, disease, or weather will cause the wind bird to fall to the hawk or storm Then in its years of strength it had outflown. And from Albert Einstein, we must never permit the voice of humanity within us to be silenced. It is man's sympathy with all creatures that first makes him truly a man. the almanac for this quarter moon but don't take it from me go out and see for yourself